Welcome, everybody, to the Democratic <laughs> Recap number 10. I'm Brian McWilliams, your temporary host, as John Odermatt settles with himself. Right, computer. Oh, oh, we're now streaming live. Good job, John. Do you want we're to stream live? We're streaming live. Uh, whatever. Keep going, or I'll take over. I don't care. Who, who do we have here with us? I don't even know. Where's my well, whiskey? That's more important. We have two guys with similar haircuts in uh, Dan Smuts over there at the Systems Down podcast and uh, our pal Rocky Fernberg down there. Am I saying that right? Uh, Fernberg, but yeah, it was a good attempt. Yeah, close enough. It's Uh, almost like it's F-A-I-R. Yeah, there you go. Well, good to know. Rocky, has anyone ever told you you sound a little bit like Chris Farley? Have you ever got that? (laughs) Oh wow! No, I'd rather sa- I'd rather I'd rather sound like him than look like him. That's for sure. <laughs> that is trippy. I never thought of it. That yeah, wow. He do sound like Chris Farley. <laughs> well, you know, hey, hey, say holy shnikes real quick. <laughs> holy shnikes! There you go. Ah, <laughs> uh, he's back with us. <laughs> Thank God, David Spade will be so happy. He's got somebody to do blow with again. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not hanging with David Spade, man. <laughs> you should. He, David Spade pulls all kind of uh, of ladies. You would be shocked, that man. What he pulls. Uh, who else is here? Remzo, a man who needs no last name. What else is there? Yeah, hey Remzo, my freaking uh, password for the Washington Times doesn't work anymore. I can't look at the stories. It was. It's actually Remzo that went in and, d- and did that. He personally turned that off for you. Yeah. <laughs> it's all giant conspiracy. Yep, 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 yep. It's and then who else? Here? Oh, John. He just ain't in it. Yeah. What do you, what's everybody drinking, by the way? John, you're terrible at hosting this. Well, you took over. <laughs> I was just letting you go with it. So uh, I, I'm drinking uh, some some Woodford Reserve. It was a uh, Ooh, Christmas Christmas like, present from the wife. It's fantastic. Yeah, Woodford's good. What about you? How about Yeah, uh, I'm drinking a, a nice dirty martini with uh, some blue cheese olives I made myself. Okay. <laughs> um, there's nothing more manly than drinking a strong, stinky cheese in a in a glass of pure alcohol. By the way, if it makes you feel better. Somebody All right, what are you drinking shit. down there, Remzo? I've got. Uh, what is, that? is that Cheerios? And- is that Cheerios diluted in water? How did you? Know? Little baby face motherfucker. All right, what are you drinking? <laughs> I got Eagle Rock single malt Kentucky bourbon. Ah, nice. Eagle Rock's good. Yeah, because I'm not 12 anymore. So no, no. Yeah, you know, it's funny. I tried to actually grow out some facial hair, but it just looked like I hit, like I hit puberty again. So <laughs> that's not happening again. Yeah. Well, I'm you giving myself a whole facial Brazilian. It's not. No, it's not I'm bad. 36, Remzo, and uh, it looks the same with me. So just, uh, it's not uh, going to get any better, probably. Struggle, struggle. <laughs> so, Count Smotzilla, what are you drinking? I'm drinking a Stone Double IPA. Delicious. I know how much you guys love your your IPAs over there. I love IPAs because I'm a goddamn American, but I don't know about the rest of these people. Uh, Except it's India Pale Ale, Jagaff. So uh, (laughs) if anything, it's (laughs) un-American. Idiot. Everything's American now. We've taken that over. Hey, America was founded on the search for India. So, you know, it's That's true. That's a a solid counterpoint. What about you, Rocky? What What are you sipping on? I drink coffee and Pepsi because uh, I stopped drinking together? about eight years ago. Oh, <laughs> no, <God>. not together. <laughs> <laughs> See, 
It's the only way. I just put, I just put, uh, I just put Pepsi straight in the Keurig machine and then just brew my coffee. <laughs> That's the, the secret sauce to quit drinking is to start mixing coffee with your Pepsi. <laughs> yeah. Your, your heart's thumping too fast and too erratically to even try to drink alcohol. After that. <laughs> All right, take it away, Odie. So how about this uh, this, this debate? debate What's uh, was this I a mean, rerun? Like, was this <laughs> a literal rerun? Because I didn't hear other than a couple, uh, like the the stuff about they, were, they played a little bit anti-war and they played a little bit pro, you know, drug legalization because they're in New Hampshire. But other than that, it was like straight ripoff of the other nine freaking debates that we've seen so far. Well, everyone has the, I has if their Democrats shtick. get just as tired as we do. Right. Are they the like, do you think actual Democrats are actually watching this and enthralled by it? You think there's people <laughs> out there like that? I guarantee they were because it just because the impeachment ended, I'm sure they tuned in to be like, who's going to really raise hell about uh, Trump getting acquitted and uh, to see if Amy Klobuchar's hair <laughs> flew off, you know, into the, uh, the, oh, the, the sorry, quivering bang. They, they like, <laughs> pasted it to her head with like cement today like i just turned on the video and it's like it's like <laughs> straight up latched to her scalp with like staples like in scrooge they staple it to her forehead because otherwise man she was looking like ridiculous every debate it's the kate gosling hair i don't hug. know why i don't yeah i don't know why nobody ever mentions her eyebrow she has one eyebrow that's right up here and the <laughs> other eyebrow like sits like right above her eyelash <laughs> but never they connect that. like in the middle yeah She's oh, the yeah, yeah. One, dude. one eye. I, I always thought she was like the female <laughs> Sylvester Stallone, you know, like slightly paralyzed. <laughs> Not completely, just slightly. She does they have that the clamp on her. Yeah. And she and she does have a little bit of a side talk to her, too. <laughs> Is that like a Midwest thing? <laughs> Maybe. You're in Iowa. We put our kids out in the woods and make them fight bears. <laughs> We're real Americans. <laughs> Obamacare. <laughs> she probably got put in a uh, like an ice cave, like you know, uh, in the Empire Strikes Back, where they got Hans or they got Luke Skywalker hanging upside down, and he gets smashed in the face, and then his face always looks kind of fucked up from then on. Ah, what, what's coming after me? Is that is that Joe Biden? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> like, give me a break. Uh, Who likes this lady? Like, he, here's the thing. Like, I, I'm in like the the cesspool of liberalism and i go to georgetown and i see all the token lesbians that like elizabeth warren but like i don't know anybody that actually likes amy klobuchar like listen i think a woman can be president i think they can screw up things as much as men can but like why is it always these women that make me physically uncomfortable Hmm. especially elizabeth warren (laughs) like i literally cannot listen to her speak i don't know if it's I, i i can't i can't take it she's so overtly fake in everything she says her reactions um the way if when she's calling out another candidate she goes oh well that's a really good point Bert. but you can just see in her eyes she's saying oh well fuck yourself how about that how about you go fuck yourself but she's saying well, it in such here, a nice way and she's like, here's the plan like here, here's the thing come come closer guys well my mommy and my yeah, papa say i have a plan for that anymore she says, them. Yeah. that's not good good rocky you're on a delay so it's tricky no, to i was just gonna say she talking. doesn't no, I was just saying she uh, she doesn't say I have a plan for that anymore. She's saying the plan for that, almost as if it's already accepted that she's going to implement, you know, said plan. So no yeah. longer presenting. Well, did you see Donnie Deutsch got in trouble for being, I think it was on uh, Morning Joe or something. And he said Who the that fuck she is was, Donnie Deutsch? <laughs> Don, Danny Deutsch? Don, 
he had a show on like CNBC for a while. He was the head of Deutsche Advertising. Uh, I knew nobody knows I'm, who he is. I'm out of it. I get muted. Donnie. Huh? Odie's muted, I think. I'm not muted anymore. I was. I don't know how that happened. <laughs> God damn <laughs> NSA. Rico on the show? <laughs> <laughs> no, but he called her strident. He's like, yeah, she's just too strident. <laughs> which is a weird phrase to use to describe anything. They're all strident. They're fucking politicians running for the shit. But he got all this pushback from people saying that he was like a misogynist because he's like, a, a woman who has intelligent things to say is strident? And then some idiot I, I responded to was like, I was like, oh, she's just folksy. And by the way, what kind of an idiot thinks that Elizabeth Warren is really folksy? Like, that's what Hillary Clinton pretended to have hot sauce in her purse and she'd go talk to black people and be like, howdy, y'all. It's like, she's not folksy. She's putting on a fucking act. She's full of shit. She's a cold-hearted snake looking to her eyes. Uh-oh, she's been telling lies. And uh, yeah, she's just fake-ass bitch. Same person. Same person that believes that she's uh, folksy is probably the same person that believes she's Native American. Right, right. yeah. Probably. That's, that's how she came. It's her, she's like, I'm folksy because of the folk heroes passed down <laughs> around the campfire when we were smoking peace pipe. Like, with, the, with the whole uh, Hillary Clinton... Like, what uh, else can I say? With the whole Hillary Clinton hot sauce thing, I would love, I would kill to see uh, Hillary Clinton be a guest on Hot Ones on YouTube. Oh, that would be funny. <laughs> Make her own it. You know, they're making that to a whole show on TV now. Really? Which I don't know how you can sustain an hour-long show every week just right. eating hot shit, but what let's, do I know? Let's just go through and rip apart each candidate one by one, <laughs> and, then, and then we'll go through some of these uh, you know, most libertarian things, most states <clears throat> and that stuff. Tom next Steyer. Up, I was going to say next up, Tom Steyer. Let's <laughs> rip into this <laughs> asshole. Is the ghost of Bill Weld's Christmas future, and he is horrifying. <laughs> that man. Tom's was story about Trump's future. economy was pretty was pretty uh, uh, ridiculous. The whole Clinton, it's stupid. Uh, Clinton, uh, it's the economy, stupid thing that he was talking about. <laughs> right. Tom Steyer reminds ridiculous. me of like three short kids stacked on top of each other, <laughs> pretending to be one real kid. Like I'm here too. Look at me, fellow adults. <laughs> Although what Bernie Sanders has the suit that would allow the kids to get away with that. It does. Right. Bernie Sanders' <laughs> suit looks God like it's made, of, it's made of one trench coat cut into three, uh, three suits. He's got the vials of you know embryonic fetus blood that's keeping him alive because he actually died several months ago. He's literally like – it's like in Blade where they have the, uh, the stab vials that he uses. Yes. Like the vampire. <laughs> Man, get on that. Steyer really came in swinging. He came in hot tonight. I feel like he was afraid he wasn't going to get screen time because everything <laughs> he said, just he would start yelling and then just wouldn't stop until they forced him to stop. And he would only talk but about racism and black right. people. Oh, my gosh. After like they my, just finished a segment talking about inequality and, uh, and racism. Have we talked about racism at all tonight? Have we talked about black people? Have we talked yes. about people of color? Yeah, we my, just my actually left did that. Eyebrow, yeah, like my left eyebrow turned into like a Klobuchar eyebrow because he's talking about all the different shades <laughs> of people. Black people and brown people and, you know, the other people. And I'm surprised he didn't say yellow people. You know, so when he was like, eh, white people. It's like only the three and the one's very ambiguous. Yeah, yeah. And last I checked, some white people don't really like the Irish. So like, you know. It got, it got just. <laughs> oh God! How he wants to join. Oh, we got. We're well gonna have now. a special, special treat here tonight. All right. Well, that's good. Well, how he can at least take the do here. to jump off early anyway, so he can take up the slack when I. <laughs> got unofficial. At least uh, Tom Steyer didn't. 
At least Tom Steyer didn't jump in and try to say that he was going to uh, uh, enact a, uh, a national emergency for climate change this go around. This is the first time I've heard him not mention that. So. Yeah. Oh, w- was anyone else surprised by the fact that he brought up reparations? I feel like we haven't spoken about reparations in like a year. He's still <laughs> on that because he's basically like, listen, black people, I know you don't like me. I look like the guy that kicked you out of your house. I look like the defense attorney that was not that good. I look like the judge that sent your grandma to jail. Well, I'll give you whatever. He has a bank account. Want. He loans the money. Yeah. Tom Steyer's got enough money. He can repeat sure to point that operations out. To, uh, to all the black people in America. I, 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 feel, I feel bad for Andrew Yang because everyone is just trying to out-money him at this point. Like right. This is a guy that <laughs> wants to literally give people cash, and everyone's just like, listen, brown people, vague brown people, you can get as much or equal to the amount that I'm going to give the black people. How much, <laughs> money, does it, how, how much, how much money does Elizabeth Warren get in Native American reparations? She doesn't get any actual cash, but she's allowed to uh, to go in and order drinks at any Indian casino and not have to pay. <laughs> <laughs> That's how she worked that, that out. Makes sense. I dig <laughs> it. By the way, do you uh, see? Uh, I just saw at the end, but talking about like race issues, Amy Klobuchar brings up. You know, these. I, I don't understand how these Democrats continue to argue that fucking voter suppression is a thing, and that somehow the white man. All right, yeah, well, look, they did. A, I just, I just got a fight on Facebook about this because I posted because California wanted to have mandatory voting, like you have to vote, which is fucking insane to be forcing people to vote or they face a civil penalty. And uh, they're like, I'm like, this is bullshit. And people are like, well, don't you? Why do you think that you know people get suppressed and this is a good thing? And I'm like, nobody gets suppressed. They did, they did studies into this, literally independent studies by uh, you know non-biased people. And they found zero result. Now, that's for voter ID and for not having it. There was no impact whatsoever. No black people couldn't vote. No Hispanic people couldn't vote. No white people could or couldn't vote. None of it matters. So it's like insane that this is even a fucking topic that's being brought up during these debates all the time. Like it's the Democratic talking point that has zero basis in reality. Howie Snowden, welcome to Leash of Liberty Doom plus Rocky Ferenberg. Hey. <laughs> hey, Rocky's got a nice beard, I, I noticed. It's got Thank more you. color to it. You're like Gandalf the White. He's like <laughs> Gandalf the Young. It's getting, it's getting more white every day, bro. <laughs> the opposite of America, you know, damn it. With, with, uh, with talking about the, um, uh, all the racial stuff, did anybody else catch when Warren said uh, uh, how important the black community is, especially during election time? <laughs> I yes. thought it was kind of a kind of a Freudian slip there, you know. I totally missed that. Me too. Yeah, she said that uh, the black community is very important, especially during election time. <laughs> the most honest thing she's ever <laughs> actually. Said, right? She's like, that, actually, it's the only time that you guys are important to us. But <laughs> <laughs> that really contrasts with all the things Donald Trump listed off during the State of the Union of what he's done for black community. Now, if you guys saw uh, Van Jones on CNN being like, listen. Dude, this is a crisis. Like, yeah, black people are going to go for this. He is actually doing things for them. The Democrats have not. And yep. <laughs> they're like, no, no, no. But it's true. Kind of. No, dude, it is. It's totally true. The Democrats have got to be in full-fledged panic mode, man. Especially after the Iowa shit that went down. Did they? Again, I didn't watch the debate at all. I'm just weighing in here like peanut calorie. But did they talk at all about Iowa and uh, 
Do they even raise the specter of like, how do you explain this shit show that went on? Like, do you think this looks bad to America I, or did they just? I, I, I did I, not hear them bring it up. I don't think I, they nope. did. But you can uh, tell it was there, I, it's probably in their in best that, interest to not bring it yeah. up. Yeah, like in so, that spat between Buttigieg and Biden, like oh, yeah. they had never really gone after each other in this way before. And over the past couple of days, the amount of little tit for tat they've been doing, it's escalated. So something. Oh yeah, like, Buttigieg is definitely going after him. If we're Biden, looking at Biden, look at an old senile. Sorry, Howie. Biden's such like an old school senile guy. You know, at some point he's just gonna slip and just be like, "No one's gonna left you, elect you, you little faggot." You know, and like that'll be that. It'll be done. <laughs> he looks. He looks like a cadaver tonight. Like he looks like a dead person. And it's like never, slinging him along like a marionette, and he's screaming at people. This is Brian, I've never seen. Yeah, he really Biden did. Before. Brian, sort of related to what you just said. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Um, so no, they're talking good. about how you can bring these different groups together or whatever at some point. And they're asking like booty judge about it. And I'm like, are they going to like point out the fact that 0% of black people support him and like 9% of uh, Latinos do? Yeah, and They didn't. And I'm like, oh, I guess they're not going to mention that. But then they, the one of the questions starts pressing him hard on all this shit when he was like the mayor. And it's like, Oh in my mind is like the lady asked him the question is black and it's like wait do black people really really hate him like is i think this, well is this look, true? i'm not saying this is a straight <laughs> fact in any way but it's always been widely um rumored that the black community <laughs> don't, tends to don't be much that. more homophobic <laughs> than is popular to say now, I'm not Shame saying that is there. that oh, is founded in anything or not, but that has always been kind of the uh, the whispered mo that you will hear. So I don't know if that is true, and that's why Booty Judge doesn't have the support because maybe maybe the, the black booty is like ah, we're not into the game. I, 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 I think that's true, yeah. and I think we're not allowed to say that. But CNN hasn't well, done any polling on it yet. But but think yeah. about this. Think about this. We all know he's like the deep state intel agency pick or whatever. Remember how yeah. they sprung the Obama out of nowhere? We got the first black president. No one ever thought that could be possible. And now we'd have the first gay president. No one would think that would be possible. <laughs> what if he got the support of the Democratic Party and Barack Obama like endorsed him and he picked like uh that Abrams chick from Georgia if, as a running mate. Oh he should pick if he picked God. Michelle Obama as a running mate, he'd be done. Winner. That you think maybe, Michelle Obama yeah. could beat Trump, by the way, if she ran. That, that could yeah. overcome it all though. If he picked Stacey Abrams as a running mate and Barack Obama endorsed him, I think the like black people hate gay people thing would be like uh, evened out at least. Uh, are there I, similarities I between between Obama party. and uh, and Booty Judge? Obama, black guy who acts and talks like a white guy, so made all the you know housewives and soccer moms comfortable with him. <laughs> Booty judge, gay guy who acts and talks like a straight guy, makes all the soccer moms comfortable with him. So they're they're getting the uh, the label to run, but you're not actually getting the the you know the actual. They they know. both speak well, but they sound like phonies. But I mean, they're both yeah, like, that's exactly tell agency picked groomed yeah. people, so it's not. You know, uh, when I, I when I saw Buttigieg with his boyfriend or husband or whatnot, uh, I saw a picture of it and I was like, who in the fuck is that other guy? And then I was like, oh, yeah, he's gay. That's his husband. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I was like, who the fuck is that dude? I've never seen him before. <laughs> Just, is this handsome husband is this, is this handsome. Is his husband handsome? <laughs> Did y'all see the Iowa caucuses uh, that lady? I don't really. I don't really 
Think about that, man. That's not really hey, yeah, I, I eye people up. I'm like, is he better looking than me? <laughs> there, there was a lady who vote, voted for Booty Judge in the Iowa caucuses. And then, like, after oh, she yeah. turned it in, she found out he was gay. And she's like, can I get that back? I didn't know. And I love like, Iowa. I love if, Iowa so much. They're like, lady, this is common knowledge. They're like, are you saying he has, like, a husband? <laughs> like, uh, yeah. No, it works. <laughs> By the way, what I would love it this? if you could take your vote back. That would be fucking great. If you could go back and like, you know, you find out something like, yeah, Trump, Trump goes and fucks around and does regime change. And I'm like, hey, can I get that vote back? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, part, I didn't part, vote for Trump in the first place. But part of me thinks that was an op, though. And that lady, you know, she knew for well it wasn't it wasn't it was his real husband thing. in a wig. No, uh, it was it was like someone trying to blame other people voting against him as being like bigoted and shit. And so yeah, they're probably. like, let's make Iowa voters seem like they hate gay people. So let's have this lady go up and pretend to like whatever. That lady's probably like, well, two of my sons are gay, but they would never act on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Did you hear? Did you hear uh, Joe Biden almost tell the audience to get their ass up? Uh, when he was demanding everybody stand, uh, give the standing ovation for that was, that was like, come my on, most everybody stand moment. up, stand up, get up, hold on, get your, <laughs> wait, for who, for, for who? Cause I get, Vinman I, I or whatever. Vin, Vinman. Oh, what the Lieutenant Vinman, yeah. Colonel Vinman who uh, was fired. Yeah. One of the, yeah. Which by the way, if you come out and attack your boss and try to get him impeached, yeah, you're gonna be fucking fired, man. Yeah. I don't know what you thought was gonna happen. Whistleblower <laughs> Brian, Brian I got in a, I got in a fight with my mom about this today. Really? Why? She was like Vinman's oh, a national hero. Yeah, fist fight. And she's she's like yeah yeah about yeah, no about Vinman. Because yeah. all right, I, I was out of the socket. I was already in a bad mood. I had to have one of my dogs. <laughs> I had to have one of my dogs put down today, and then yeah, so talked to my mom about it. She's being like very sympathetic and shit, and then she's like, "Would you see uh, Trump fired Vinman?" I'm like, "Yeah, good." And she's like, what do you mean good? And I'm like, I'd have fired every single Obama holdover on day one. Like, what do you mean? And then she's like, well, blah, blah, the lies, this and that. I'm like, who gives a shit they held up some aid for Ukraine? I'm like, he's done so much stuff he should be impeached over, but nobody gives a fuck. I'm like, God damn it. Who, like, really, who cares? What this? I'm like, ah, I'm not talking to you. And yeah, like, do you think Vinman, Vinman's not going out there and being like, by the way, here's pictures of the children that have been killed in Yemen because of us. Here's pictures of all the children we've blown up in Afghanistan. Here's their here's the number of fingers we found in the field. None of that shit is what he's getting canned for. He's whistleblowing on. It's because of this nonsense phone call bullshit with Ukraine. Like, fuck off, he, man. He, he did stuff acting in that role that if any other officer ever did a fraction of what he did, they would be fired. And from, from what I, from what I've heard in his role, he was always running his own like alternate foreign policy, disobeying shit, uh, you know, just, just not being accountable for anything. And I knew the day that he showed up for his testimony, I don't know a single soldier or veteran that saw this and didn't immediately call him a piece of shit. But when they were like, Mr. Vindman, he's like, it's Lieutenant Colonel Vindman. Everyone I know, <laughs> oh, oh. everybody was just like, what the? Yeah, Remsa, me, me and you are both veterans, right? I took such umbrage to that. What bullshit. I, I almost had a freaking aneurysm. Like my right eye was filling up with blood by like Joe Biden. I was like, <laughs> he did not just say that. Like despite being in the military, every military person knows that no civilian owes you anything of that sort. Of At blood. all. At it's, all. It's when, like you were an officer, when, weren't you? Yeah, uh, yeah uh, Lieutenant. And like, I mean, right. it, it's just, it's just president when, when, when officers go before Congress 
You go back to Oliver North, Mr. North. You go back to General Petraeus, Mr. Petraeus. It's how it was. Is, wait, what, it's is it pronounced, isn't it pronounced Petraeus? Uh, I see what you did there. I see what you did there. But like, it's it's supposed to be a symbolic thing because it's supposed to show civilian accountability and civilian authority over the military. Let me it's ask not you a disrespect thing. Let me ask you this question: Who was more who was uh, more valid in their uh, sharing or or exposing of government secrets, Petraeus, for exposing those secrets uh, to get some pussy? or Vinman to try to undermine the president with this deep state coup? Petraeus. <laughs> Anybody yeah, else? Petraeus. Is that some more? <laughs> yeah, I am going that's, 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 that's not even the contest. <laughs> Here's the thing, Brian. Brian, it's a simple, simple question, simple answer. Like, one is trying to have the deep state impose their warmongering vision on america the other one's trying to get some putang i mean yeah. come on <laughs> yeah. what about uh what about their praise for uh mitt romney uh, uh, uh that he was uh that he was oh. he was courageous and i've i've been fighting with people on on facebook about this garbage uh, mm-hmm. i actually had one guy who deleted my comments off his facebook and then unfriended me and blocked me because <laughs> uh. i just told him you know same thing you know this i mean it's just like Come on, man! If you're gonna have a, uh, you're gonna have come out and uh, uh, try to impeach Trump, it needs to be over something that's you know worth the shit. Uh, but in order to come out and talk about any of the uh, nation building or wars, you'd have to admit that each party's golden previous golden calves were uh, wrong in their their mm-hmm. foreign policy and wrong yep. in just the way they conducted themselves overseas. And so, like, you can't do that, you know. I'm going to say the same thing about Mitt Romney that I said about John McCain when John McCain died and went to hell. All these people who love him, <laughs> like not even five years ago, were saying he was the Antichrist. Right. He had a binder <laughs> like, full of women, but now he's a profile yeah. in courage. He was like, literally yeah. Hitler. He was literally Hitler before Trump was literally Hitler. And so, now he's everything well, even Warren, even Warren was... Even Warren was t- trying to build credibility on foreign policy when she was talking about visiting uh, the regions with uh, Lindsey Graham and John McCain. She was trying to basically say being over there with those guys gave her some kind of credibility on knowing what the hell she's talking about. So I, w- I wanted to criticize Romney without sounding like I'm mad about what he just did. Um, in like, I think it was like 2011 when he won the CPAC straw poll or whatever, like beat Ron Paul somehow. I wrote this big article. I used to have this blog. It was like a blogspot blog. I think it was called like, I actually enjoy complaining, but I can't find the goddamn article. But I wrote this article like ripping Romney apart and now I can't fucking find it. And I wish you could find it because I'd be like, listen, 11 years ago, I was saying this about this cock. Hey, dude, like the third, the third chapter of my first book when I, ca- when I called myself Mitt Romney's worst volunteer, the moment I actually learned what he was for, I was like, oh my God, he's a white Obama. Yeah. What's he for? He, like, like, for, for universal healthcare. What he was for? Or, he or was like, he was like pro life. Then he was pro choice. He was like for like kind of socialized healthcare. Then he was against it. He's I don't know. He seems just like a political opportunist to me that says whatever he thinks is going to benefit him. And he had to lot- go to Utah to become senator. Yeah, that's the weirdest thing. If you told Actually, me that was the guy. Isn't he yeah, from if, Utah? If, if that was one of the guys no, that got that, that, that lost. That's right. No. Yeah, if Did, he told me that the former yeah. governor of Massachusetts in the year 2020 
was going to be the junior senator from Utah, Mitt Romney, who voted to impeach President Donald Trump. I would have thought you were on acid or something. Does, does everyone know why his dad didn't run for president? Because his dad was Mexican. Well, no. His dad was, was, was one of those Mormons that uh, was for all polygamy and all that shit. So they moved to Mexico to get away from the persecution of the U.S. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Romney was born in Mexico, right? Yeah, he's Mexican. Yeah. He would have been our first Latino birth, president. Where's the birther thing for that, God damn it. Where was Trump then? <laughs> yeah. 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 What, what's funny about George Romney, too, is that George Romney was a giant pro-Vietnam neocon, and then he actually went to Vietnam, and when he came back, he was like, this is a god-awful mistake. And then the <laughs> next day, he was out. Mm-hmm. All right, well, let's start ticking through some of these uh, questions here. I don't know if Brian can stick on any longer. You got. I well, I won't be able to answer any of the questions because I haven't really watched any. Uh, I didn't watch any of the debate. I was I was just hopping on to be a dick. I have well, ever you- I have a request. <laughs> I just jumped on. Maybe I'm missing out, but I haven't heard Dan Smot say anything yet. So let's ask Dan Smot some questions. Dan Smot. Yeah, I was, I was here to talk about the debate, so I just Most- checked out during all that rant. Whatever you guys were talking about. We were talking about the debate. Dan, who was your favorite Dan candidate? Romney was not in the debate. Dan, most libertarian moment of the debate. <laughs> Romney was not in the debate. <laughs> <laughs> most libertarian moment I had down. Uh, I feel like they were, they, they, they're kind of going a little bit, I don't know, more anti-war in this one. And uh, uh, several of them, Yang and uh, Booty Judge, and uh, going uh, more anti-drug war and everything too, which was, Nice mm. to hear, but uh, uh, hard point to believe of, any of it. Point, point of order, though. Can you comment on um, when they asked Booty Judge about they like you had said you wanted to decriminalize all drugs, and he's like, "Well, you take it from there." Right. Yeah, he, I, I mean, he's he's just he's doing what he can. He's floundering around the question. He didn't. I don't. Even, I don't think he gave a straight answer to it, to, even to comment on. So. But the well, point I want to make, though, is he's saying, like, well, yeah, I said to criminalize all drugs, but yeah. we're in a debate, let's say, whatever. He says a lot of kind of pro-peace things and things that uh, we like to hear. But his advisors are all really hawkish fucking right. dickbag people, just so everyone knows. He, he really doesn't. Throw that like, that's the thing that scares me about Booty Judge. And another comparison to Obama is he's able, when he is asked about uh, – you know, the assassination of uh, General Suleiman from Iran. He says, no, I wouldn't have done it. But then he tap dances all the way around it to say, yep. well, you know, maybe I would have. Like, it's, it's, it's really something to watch. Right. Would he you have done have it? Incredible- well, no, I would have, like, I would have weighed the evidence and we'll, we'll see when I'm president. I'd have no idea. Hey, uh, mm-hmm. Speaking of the evidence, this is kind of important. <laughs> important. Like uh, Trump said, the reason he did that was because of their attack that killed an American contractor at that one base. You ever remember that, right? Yes. Yep. Well, it came out today in the New York Times, nonetheless, that that might have been an ISIS false flag uh. trying to get us all fighting. Huh. Who would have thunk it? Yeah. Who would have thought that the people that had the most for us to be at odds would have done it and not Soleimani? You know, the New York Times also tried to hide the Holocaust for like five years. Oh, yeah. So I, I know I know they're I a bullshit. Of, I, I, I know they're a bullshit. <laughs> I know news. they're a bullshit ride, but I'm just saying something that I knew from the beginning. It's like even the New York Times is now saying. 
All right. Anyways. Anybody else who wants to go next? Most libertarian moment. All right. I'm signing off. I don't know any of this. <laughs> I know the watching. <laughs> Later, gentlemen. Peace out. See ya. See, See ya. Bye, dear leader. <laughs> Remzo, most libertarian <laughs> moment. What you got? It it had to be when uh oh fuck I can't even lie like it was just like yeah like for every nice thing that they tried to say whether about ending the drug war mass incarceration and all the you know and the endless war stuff it's like they throw those out there but everything is just hollow I I would say that Elizabeth Warren's screed on the failure of the Iraq invasion was probably it so I will give Elizabeth Warren credit for that. But, I mean, it's just so funny because they've taken the best things out of the most, probably the the most thought-provoking people, and they've totally just run it into the ground. (laughs) Andrew Yang, who is still pretty much my guy, I like him, you know, he actually talks about the threats that come through automation, the problem with mass unemployment things. And now everyone's like, oh, we'll just give you whatever the hell you want. And then you had Tulsi Gabbard, who still won't be president, but she's winning America's hearts. Like she actually had like a genuine reason for opposing our current foreign policy of the last 30 years. And all they just do is scream, just bring them all back. Just bring them all back. And Elizabeth Warren's like, well, I wouldn't bring them all back. Or maybe I would. It's like, it's so hollow. She's like, I would bring the, I would bring the combat troops back. It's like, well, what does that actually mean? Elizabeth Warren? What are the, what are combat troops specifically? I don't know. Is that like a, a known term that would actually mean something, Remzo or Howie, since well, you guys... It, it means something to me, but I don't think it means the same thing to Elizabeth Warren. I, I will say that uh, David Muir did actually ask a pretty good question about that. He was like, okay, so what about special operations? Are you still going to allow spec ops mm-hmm. to operate in Iraq? And she was like, well, well, listen, here, here's the thing. I would have to know. It's like... Well, Those are know, combat it, troops, yeah, by it's the like way. When, when, when it turned out that we had the Mac SOG operating in Laos and Cambodia, like when we found that out in the seventies, everyone was like, wait, that's technically a declaration of war when you have anybody there. So it's like anything else when it's public, it's a problem, but you can be like Obama and kill as many people. How, how do we even talk about that? that though, Ramzo? How do we even talk about that anymore? Because you're talking about declarations of war. We haven't had one since world war two. Yeah. Like, you're right. Like, not, none of these things fall into that. I mean, we could talk about the AUMF or any of these things, but that's not the way it works. I, I don't think, and, I, and this is why, like, I was talking to a friend of mine um, about this. Like, I genuinely, when people are like, oh, well, I trust the American voter to make the best decision. I don't trust the American <laughs> voter. I think that's the biggest crock of shit you could ever say. No. Because the American voter ultimately doesn't care. Barack Obama can murder as many children as he wanted, and the American voter didn't care. No, mm-hmm. and all these people that want more voters to come out, I'm like, no, no, that's gonna make it worse. That if yeah, like, you like, if you get a hundred percent of the voters, that means you get a hundred percent of the idiots. Like that law in California <laughs> is being proposed to make people vote. If they don't vote, they get fined. <clears throat> that'd be that'd be horrible. California would it would be it would fall off the edge of the United States within like, a year. It's like do the, do the homeless people count? I got a question about Are they um, people, uh, I guess. Uh, what about com- <laughs> I got a question about combat troops. The um uh and Remzo, you might be able to because you said that you were uh in the uh service. So 
now I, had a buddy I, I will, I will was, reference the Howie to this one because he's actually like he, he served in Korea and other stuff. Okay. So Howie might be the best so, person. Well, and, and not, so not that. Either not, or. Neither of us were in the war, but you were an officer. I was an enlisted man. So being an enlisted man, I probably know more. What... <laughs> <laughs> okay, Howie, you, you probably know more. We once. get it, okay? We get it, all right? Hey, hey, hey <laughs> if you want to know what's oh. going on, ask a, a specialist. An ask SP4. Ask E4 Mafia. So, no. Yeah. I, I had a buddy who went over there um, as a cook, and uh, then they basically put, started putting him out on patrols and stuff, and he told me that he hardly ever was in the kitchen or anything like that. So is, is even something like a cook considered a combat troop, or kind of yeah. what differentiates the two? When, when, you're in a the, when you're in an active theater of combat, you're a soldier, because the, the ultimate goal of any ser- soldier is to either attack or defend, whether you're a cook, whether you're a radio man, whether you're a logistician, whether you're a tanker or whatever. If you're in an active theater of combat, you need to be prepared to pick up a rifle. That, that's yeah. the big thing. And, and no matter what, what your job in the Army is, when you go to basic training, you're in an infantry like training unit. You're taught to be a soldier first. Then you go to your job training second. You're all soldiers. Um, whether you're put in that position or not, you know, is up to chance but yeah so when they say so when they say uh are you gonna i'll leave combat troops they're basically just saying i'm gonna leave a random amount of people over there because they're all technically combat troops then yeah well, if they like, okay. had been combat yeah, like, like we had like you know it, it was always funny when we were talking about you know allowing women into the infantry and allowing uh women to participate in ranger school and stuff like i always thought it was kind of ridiculous because like oh women should serve in the front lines it's like well, if you actually look at women have been serving in the front lines, like people don't really talk about it. I think Tulsi Gabbard would win a lot of points if she did talk about it. She's basically out of the picture now, but like Tulsi Gabbard was an MP. Tulsi Gabbard served in Baghdad and Sadr City. Tulsi Gabbard saw more firefights than most infantrymen. But just to clarify though, she wasn't in combat, but she did see the results of a lot of it working in a medical unit. Yeah, I mean, it was like, like whether yeah. you're in a medical unit, whether you're an MP, like it's all it's all in the same field. But I mean, that will give you a great insight in the the results of these wars and what's happening. Yeah. You know, did, well, did you all see that? Like I said, when they're talking about when they're talking about bringing home combat troops, if they're all technically combat troops, or, or well, they're they're, 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 troops, they're not. They're not. That it, it, they're they're not they're not texting it's almost a wash at that point it doesn't really matter yeah it's a it's a semantics thing yes yes and no yes and no a lot of people that get sent over who stand post and never leave post whatever i i don't know it's 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 a it's a semantics thing for elizabeth warren to say i mean for people that actually know what they're talking about like like oh yeah oh that's a different thing it's yeah yeah, that's to- totally different. If she were talking about, are we going to have combat troops there or not? That's totally different. Are we going to have people there re- ready to poise, poise to like engage the enemy? I, I mean, well, I mean, yeah, I, let, let, let's look at the 2000, uh, 2000, yeah, 2011 withdrawal of U.S. troops from Iraq when Obama ended the war in Iraq. Like when we saw those propaganda videos of everyone rolling out in tanks and Humvees at, you know, at dawn, like, yeah, like those were all the, those were all the strike teams. What you had left with you was you had all the support units. You had all the sustainment brigades that were basically there to not only help the, the Iraqi army, but also the giant like swarm of private contractors that were there. 
Okay. I have to say this right now before I forget. Because he came up in the debate and Joe Biden, they asked him, and he's like, I was for it. I got the troops out of Iraq. This is the end of Iraq War II. He's like, we brought them out, blah, blah, this and that. And it's like, yeah. He was saying this at the same time as I was yelling at the TV screen, but you were supporting ISIS and Al-Qaeda in Syria. You were giving them money and guns. And like, there wasn't even ISIS at the time. You created <laughs> ISIS and you gave them money and guns. I, I have... I have this on Instagram. I got to find it. Oh, shit. Where is it? People yeah, are people are like, the problem was we brought troops out of Iraq. No, the problem is that you brought troops out of Iraq. The problem was you gave all these terrorists money and guns, and then they blew back into Western Iraq. Is it, what you, is it the uh, thing you tagged me in, Remzo? I, I tagged you in a bunch. Oh, mm-hmm. here, here it is. ISIS's baby daddy's uncle feeling awkward about foreign policy. <laughs> I don't know if y'all can see that. It was, I did a I, lot. I could see it when you heard it up. But, <laughs> yeah, I mean, but. Jesus Christ. The first part, Joe Biden was one of the key people in getting the first Iraq war started. He was trying to like be like, blame it on George Bush. Like, well, they told me they weren't going to do this or that. And then after that, he's like, well, I got the, most of the troops pulled out. It's like, yeah, but you and your administration you're part of created ISIS. You funded and trained these people and supported them. Ben Swan has like the best documentary about how U.S. involvement in the Middle East created ISIS. And I'll never forget where there's this one video of a airdrop in Syria, for example, along the Syrian-Iraq border. It's like you see this, this plane airdrop a Humvee, and on the side it says U.S. on there, and the first thing you see are a bunch of jihadis run and take the Humvee and drive off with it. One, they don't know how to do the maintenance on that thing, so it's got to crap out on them after a few days. But two, it's like, who who the fuck was there to get it? Wait, they airdrop? What do you say airdrop? They freaking, like, they freaking dropped a Humvee. They parachuted it down. The, the fucker what? landed on the ground. Then a bunch of people. Ben Swan did a whole thing about that's this. That's crazy. Wow, I got to look it's that insane. up. insane, yeah. Dude, I actually saw it today. So this one uh, Twitter account I follow, I think it's Sarah Abdullah. She's always posting all this shit. Like whenever Hillary Clinton says something, she's like, yeah, you killed millions of people in all these places. And today she had uh, like a video of, oh, we just found more u.s weapons in like isis whatever hands over in uh, syria so it's like uh john brennan ha- how these get there and like some u.s congressman retweeted like yeah john brennan how did they get these weapons <laughs> <laughs> like yes yes like and retweet oh, oh man god damn i hope john brennan goes to jail i hope so too but i don't think it's gonna happen he, he lost his clearance so that means he can't even get a job in the military industrial complex if he wanted to Anyways, That's back the to the debate. You keep stuff after you yeah. leave, so that way you can go work for Lockheed Martin or something. I think you can still work for CNN, probably. <laughs> probably. Uh, like all right, let's let's move on to. I mean, this is. I don't know if it's worth talking about most status moment. That's like the entire debate. So let's just skip to uh, funniest moment. And you guys have a, a funny moment that stands out. I know, Dan. You had a, an awkward moment. That yeah. You, my awkward moment and funny moment, uh, just the, the very opening of the debate when there's all this, I mean, there's the beautiful news music playing them in and then it just stops and they're st- standing there all awkwardly just waiting for the intro for a good 20 seconds. That was, uh, that was my favorite part of the debate, personally. <laughs> just, just the <laughs> amount of discomfort that you could see on their faces because uh, they're off script and don't know what to do with themselves. Was it as awkward as the time during the Republican debate back when Trump was running <laughs> during the primary when Herman uh, Cain like didn't hear his name? 
So he just stood there, like on the edge of the stage. Then oh, Trump was ben called Carson? next. Yeah, that was Ben Carson. Oh, ben, what did I say? Herman Ken- ben Carson. No. God. Oh, no. Confusing the only two black guys Pete, running. The pizza guy. <laughs> it's terrible. You can't, uh, you can't, you're canceled. Remember when uh, Barack Obama didn't walk on stage? And that- <laughs> oh, God. All right. Odie's canceled. I think su- subconsciously, I just love Herman Cain so much. I just want to put him in every situation. <laughs> But uh, Ben Carson, sorry. And then Trump comes on and stands directly next to him. Then whoever's right. called after him just keeps on, like, comes out, like, looks at him, like, what are you guys doing? And just, like, walks yeah. past him. I think it was, oh, it was amazing. He just walks past him. He's like, well, they called my name, so I'll go. I thought, anyway. I thought one of the most awkward moments was what, as every time uh, Tom Steyer had a, uh, he left for a uh, applause break, no one fucking applauded. <laughs> it happened like eight times. He'd say something that he thought was profound and leave like a two second gap and nobody would clap. That was pretty great. <laughs> something that Tom- was funny to me, not meant to be funny to anyone else probably, but uh, Elizabeth Warren saying she wants an independent agency in the Justice Department to investigate the government. That's pretty funny. <laughs> wah, wah. When when Tom Steyer, I don't think I, 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 like I think Joe Biden, I think people give him too much credit for being the nice guy. I think now it's starting to deteriorate. But I think the one person I hate the most, just at like a visceral level, is Tom Steyer. Same. And when he, when he started screaming, how have we not talked about race? The black people, the brown people, the white people. The, it's like... Who the fuck are you? Imagine him with a tiny little uh, mustache. Just imagine it. He's like three kids stacked on each other. It's like fellow Democrats, black people, brown people. I I think Remzo, right around that moment, my my wife asked me, she's like, who is he? (laughs) (laughs) And and I was like, well, he's this guy who has billions of dollars. And I think he like – bought a lot of ads in one of the Carolinas or something to got enough polling numbers. I, I have, I have no respect for men on their Twitter account who put their pronouns <laughs> and on his Twitter account, it's like He's got him. Democrat running for president. He, him. It's like, Oh dear God. So it's, just fun, it's funny you say that Remzo. I, I just, and I won't, I won't call the guy out, but one of my Facebook friends just posted something about that saying he's a libertarian. Um, and he's a, he's a decent, he's a good libertarian too. Um, he's run for office before. Anyway, he said that he's in favor. What, what are his pronouns though? First, he's first he's in favor of putting every, everyone should put their, their pronouns on, even like in corporate America, people should be putting their pronouns out there on their signature. But his reasoning is because he has a name. <laughs> Look at Remzo. <laughs> he, he has a first name that could be either male or female. So he's like, see, it's not only if it's, you know, if you're transgender or non-binary. Also, you could have a name like, I don't know, we'll just say like Pat or something. Or what, what's oh, no. Brian? What's like, Brian's kid's name? Fuck that guy. <laughs> what's Brian's kid's name? Logan James McWilliams. Yeah, so a, she's gonna have to use girl. her pronouns. She's gonna have to use her pronouns. Yeah, man. You mean he or it or Z or Zer is gonna it's have to just use that when their pronouns? The whitest billionaire in America decides to run for president, and he has to do that. It's like, hello, Tom Steyer. He has like, <laughs> right? <laughs> no one was curious. No one was confused. No one asked for this. Uh, speaking Nobody of, wanted this. Speaking of Nobody. billionaires, speaking of billionaires buying their way in, I just want to remind everyone that Bloomberg is the only one who has had anything to do with taking Virginians' Second Amendment rights away. Oh, God. Bloomberg is, yeah. I, I did want to, now that you bring up, I did want to say that uh, it was kind of interesting to see that Bloomberg finally made it into the debates. 
Nobody got that. You know, like the the topic of him. <laughs> he never. Yeah, yeah. He never got brought up the single damn time. Can't get into the debates. And then finally, this time they bring him up, and I was like, they finally got him into the debates. It was nice, you know. Well, they couldn't. Oh, they couldn't oh, get yeah, him in before. I, the reason he's not on stage, they can't find a stool tall enough to, you know, get him. The, the <laughs> question you're talking about, Rocky, it was I thought they were going to bring up Tulsi Gabbard, but then they said Bloomberg. I'm like, ah. Right. Has anybody actually watched Bloomberg News since he entered the race? No, I've never watched it even before that. Oh, no, but I I've so, I, so yeah. I've got I've, I've seen got, his I've seen his advertisements on CNN. Yeah, so I I have I have a bunch of TVs around me in the office, and the one right next to me is Bloomberg News and uh, Bloomberg Business. I like I was always actually a fan of Bloomberg Business. If you want to know what's going on in the stock market and uh, foreign trade and stuff, it's you actually learn some stuff. But it was so funny because when he announced he was running for president, Bloomberg News said they would not do any coverage of the Democratic primary because Bloomberg was now running. So now since they can't do anything, it's like, okay, you've got the solid real news of Bloomberg business. And now they've like resorted to cat videos and stuff. They're so new. <laughs> hilarious. It's and probably gen- doing very well with that. I genuinely feel bad for them. I genuinely do. Can we just go back to Tom Steyer again being a piece of shit? I have one more thing to bring yes. up. Yes, please. Because, so Tom Steyer called out Joe Biden for like someone on Joe Biden's campaign campaign team um, apparently saying something racist, which I'm like, oh, what did he say? I'll look into it. Because Joe Biden did a horrible job of did defending you find the it? guy. Did you find it? Yeah, I, I found it. And what it is is this uh, this guy, Har- Harputlian, um, tweeted out – that one of the uh, Black Caucus members in South Carolina, um, Jerry Govan, received about $50,000 from Tom Steyer's campaign, um, essentially for supporting Tom Steyer for two months of work. And Harpootlian called him out for it. And apparently that's racist for uh, someone yeah. out for, for... Oh, I didn't know that. That puts a totally different spin on what yeah. I took. Hey, you can only Three- beat Joe Biden's black people. I, I, I thought, like, when I was watching this, like, holy shit, Joe Biden won't, like, denounce some racist shit? Like, wow, that's kind of crazy. I, I, but if I that's don't know. It, yeah, I, I don't know why Joe it. Biden didn't say, well, you paid the guy off. Like, remember Ron Paul, like, got, didn't people go to jail for that on Ron Paul's campaign for buying someone off in Iowa back in the day? No. Is, all I know is this. Joe Biden was <laughs> friends of George Wallace. That's all anyone needs to know. <laughs> Joe Biden was glitching the fuck out tonight. I don't know what's going on with his software. <laughs> did, we already talk, did we already talk about this? Did everybody know that uh, Ron Paul just had Tulsi Gabbard on the Liberty Report today? I didn't really? watch it. Did you watch it? I didn't I, know that. I yeah, didn't watch pre- it, but pre- I saw it. Pretty good. I mean, it's only a 25-minute thing, but it was pretty good. I love her. I'm just going to say it. I would leave my girlfriend for her. And I can only say this in public because I've told her that. <laughs> I love Tulsi Gabbard. I hope she's around forever. <laughs> Done. That's all. Well, I mean, I will she be? That's that's a good question because she's not running for Congress again. So she podcast has. news. Ooh, podcast I thought you were going to say she's not a reptilian. She's she's starting a podcast. Congress. <laughs> <after laughs> I think she might be somebody's VP candidate. Shit! What? Pete Booty Judge? No. Come on. Yeah, these yeah. these candidates are all divided into two categories. We got the establishment candidates and we've got the gang, pro- right? progressive candidates. So I think so if Bernie? Yeah, maybe. 
Really? Imagine Tulsi Gabbard When he got cheated out of it the first time, she stood up for him more than he stood up for himself. That's true. That, it's it's a complete. Oh, well, let, let's let's be honest. He stood up for himself until uh, he kowtowed down to Hillary, and then we saw how that all played out. All right, by by more than he <laughs> did, I meant by him zero. <laughs> it would be an exact replay of John McCain, Sarah Palin, with Bernie Sanders, Tulsi Gabbard, except Tulsi Gabbard's better looking than Sarah Palin. I don't Palin know. I don't know. I think well, I think that could that, give hey, Trump you, some difficulties. Imagine Tulsi Gabbard. Did you guys see Klobuchar's uh, 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 statement where she said uh, Canada? She could see Canada from her porch or whatever. Did you guys? Anybody <laughs> hear her say that? Yeah. Maybe it's just because I'm uh, I'm I'm from Alaska, but it it, it was vaguely uh, familiar of uh-huh. Sarah Palin's uh, foreign policy uh, blunder. Whenever she said that uh, she understands uh, Russia because. She's next door to him, and then right. uh, uh, Russia from her house. You know, her name, I, uh, I feel bad for Sarah Pan. Yeah, yeah, the Russia from her house thing. She got a raw deal. I think we all agree on that. She's no longer the dumbest person <laughs> to ever run for office. <laughs> oh no! no Seriously, no. just imagine Tulsi Gabbard walking after she's announced as VP, and she looks straight into the camera, and she's like, "Aloha, bitches, I'm back." <laughs> <laughs> you thought you could get rid of me. But now so, I'm here. So, again. so what do y'all think about this? So this is Bernie's last chance. He's old as fuck. <laughs> like, what if they screw him again? What if he decided I'm going to run as an independent with Tulsi Gabbard? He won't do it. What? Yeah, I think I, he actually I, might because I mean, he's, he, he left the Democrat Party, went back to be an independent after the last time with Hillary. But the Democrat Party lets him come back in to run in their elections. I don't know why. Yeah, I, I do not believe he's that brave. I don't understand why he wants to go back to the Democratic Party at this point, but uh, yeah, I, I think he's a he's pretty spineless, and I doubt he would run without a giant party behind him. I'm sure the Libertarian Party would welcome. Yeah, I think he just wants the, absolutely. I just because think he wants the book line. <laughs> hey, when we're done talking about the debate stuff, there's something I want to bring up. Well, so, I I did want to talk about. Let's talk about Andrew Yang a little bit because he did. I mean, I think he had some. He was like the only sane person on stage. And he'll say something that sounded pretty good, pretty sane, like, okay. But then he always went back to give everyone $1,000. And it was like, oh, right. never mind. He's, he's not yeah, sane. I, I noticed that the answer to every question for him was free money. Like, it always came back to that, no matter mm. what the, the rest of the answer was. Let me we we, we can problems. take advantage of that, though. What, what do you think? So he's an entrepreneur, successful guy, allegedly. I mean, I think he is. I haven't looked into his, you know, his background that much. But he brought up, he always brings up Amazon you know, pay zero taxes will bring up how, which is not true anymore at all. But I mean, as someone, why do no why do entrepreneurs, very successful entrepreneurs, millionaires, billionaires, why do they want corporations to be taxed? They should, I mean, you would think they would understand that the, the taxes, the co- corporate taxes are taxes on the customer, on the people. They, they and maybe say they do the understand same. that and they just don't care. Say, okay, we're just going to pass it through. We don't give a fuck. Because it's all, it's all just simply lip service. It's not, there's no substance to what they're saying. As yeah. It's popular with their base. And so they're going to say whatever's popular in order to garner the votes. Because once they're in office and once they're in power, it, it all doesn't matter anyways. So, I mean, that's why these people don't live by their morals. That's why you have Tom Steyer up there saying, oh, we need to do all this different shit. But uh, you know, create income in a, or create income equality, but yet he doesn't give his own money away. I mean, it's it's all just a bunch of lip service to these people, just a bunch of idiots who fall for it all the time, too. 
It's like whenever Warren Buffett was like, well, why do I pay more in taxes than my secretary? It's like, dude, it's because you hide so much money. That piece of shit. Because you don't have a W-2, Warren Buffett. You're not paying income taxes, man. And also, John, so why does Andrew Yang say that or why do corporations call for that? Corporations call for things that will like yeah. prevent prevent their competition from getting started or even like doing anything. That's why it's they just, call it's for just, it. I guess I, like from my angle, it's just so disappointing. I mean, you have these people who are supposed to be, you know, cheerleaders for the free market entrepreneurs, people who are, you know, living the American dream and they won't even like promote that. They won't even like go all in on it when I, they get I their, you think cause he was Asian, he was smart, but I guess we're wrong. He's the math guy. At, at LibertyCon in 2019, somebody asked him if he would abolish the income tax, and he said he would do that. He has not talked about it since. Do you think he would still? Year. Do I think he would still do it? I think, I, like he has said, he would replace it with a VAT tax, uh, a fair tax, a value-added tax. So it's not like he's eliminating taxation, but like you know, that's like the one thing that he said where it's like a lot of people would get on board even if they don't like the alternative just because they hate the current system. But I think, you know, the, the biggest thing That's about true. Yang and I was actually kind of hoping he would get in the top five in Iowa, regardless of what the results are or not. It, that whole thing is passed. If you like Andrew Yang, you, you always liked him. If you don't like him or you were kind of iffy about him, you're not going to like him more now. I think in terms of his, you know, his social capital, he's reached that peak and now a lot of people are really fighting between, ultimately, it's going to come down to Buttigieg, Biden, Bernie. I don't even think Warren is really- Remzo, don't you feel well, like- Yang, Yang, was my, Yang was my guy that I, I chose if I was forced to pick one of these guys, one of these yokels. Mine too. Uh, Yang would have been my guy. Yeah. yeah would everyone Andrew pick Yang? Out of, who was on the stage tonight? Who I, would I, I would have picked- uh, I want to hear somebody tell me that they're going to pick Biden. I want to hear somebody say Biden. <laughs> Dude, I would have picked Tulsi. Gun to the head, Tulsi is the best. Yeah, but Tulsi's not, not, not on the there. stage. Someone on the stage tonight. Gun right. your head. Who'd you pick? Bernie. Woohoo. Bernie really? Sanders. Communist. Outright communist. You're going to pick <laughs> the only right. communist on Because he, besides <laughs> Tulsi Gabbard, he is the best on foreign policy. And all his other oh, communist shit is not going to get through the Congress and the Senate. It's not going to happen. None of that shit will happen. I would have. I would have to pick Andrew Yang. Yeah, I. I, I cannot pick Bernie. Yeah. Suckers. Yeah, I liked uh, a couple quotes from Yang. Uh, he said, uh, "Donald Trump. Donald Trump is not the cause of all of our problems, and we have to stop pretending like he is." Which is the first time anybody's been ballsy enough to actually yeah. say that. Um, and uh, you can't regulate away racism. Yeah. Yeah, Rocky, I was gonna say, he, went, he did that another time, though. What's up? <laughs> Rocky. Looks like you – I think you cut out there, Rocky. We didn't hear what you said. Oh, was that me? Yeah. Oh, I, I just said, didn't, didn't he – didn't Yang say uh, – uh, didn't Yang say all that stuff in, in one of the other um, uh, debates, too? That They started the debate off asking yes, something he, he about Yes, he did, Trump. he did. And everybody went down saying "Orange Man bad," and then they it's got down personal. to Yang, and Yang's like, "You know why?" The the last debate, right? I after, thought he said it in another one. They're so forgettable. He it's did, hard to say. Right after he got brought up an impeachment, that was the first question, and he said that. 
Yeah, he's he's basically saying, well, you know, there's a reason that Donald Trump was able to get elected. I mean, this person who's a reality TV star, who's brash and a bully, and kind of just it just pushes people is, around. The reason is because this is a this whole universe is simulation for my amusement. <laughs> Amen. Uh, so, I, who would be the most amusing person to go up against Trump at this point? That's a great question. Biden. <sighs> Biden would be pretty great. This is, this is why I joked about wanting in like 2015 during the very early days of the 2016 primary season, like a Biden Trump debate. It's just what America doesn't know they need. It might, it might, it might become sad though. Like it no might just be like, it is, it'll be so amusing. No matter who it is, it would right. be awesome. So like nobody a debate. I'd rather be hilarious. Born. I'd rather see Warren debate him because he's going to poke fun at Pocahontas. But Joe Biden said he would fist fight Trump. And so if we're talking about a fist fight, I'd love to see Biden and Trump fist fight, man. And no matter who it is, we can't lose. Think about it. Let him go. Think about it. Is it going to be Pocahontas? Is it going to be Joe Biden fist fighting him? Is it going to be gay poop? Mayor butt stuff? Is it going to be like, like, no matter what it is, it's going to be hysterical. Yeah. It's... Uh, we this can't, is what this is we why, can't like, lose. I, I believe that Trump is going to win overwhelmingly, despite everything. I think he's going to win overwhelmingly because this is what they have: a stuttering communist, a schizophrenic <laughs> soccer mom. They've got Tom Steyer. Who the fuck is he? Three children <laughs> stacked on top of each other. You've got like a woman who's the whitest person of all white people. And then you have <laughs> who claimed to be mayor, Native American. Uh, who, then you have a mayor <laughs> from a town that has a crack ed- epidemic that no one talks about. Like, Dude, I, I 100% agree. And it's going to be hilarious. But one, <laughs> one thing, the one thing I was trying to hold off on talking about was the libertarians. Like I, I think everybody knows I'm like gung ho Hornberger, but everything I see, people are voting for vermin Supreme and all these polls, all these things. He's winning primaries. And to me, it's like, you know what? Good. I, I actually like him. He's a decent dude. I like what he says, but I don't want to be the face of the party. But if we're going down this road, whatever, I'm not going to cry and bitch about it. Fuck it. Burn it all down. Imagine uh, a debate, between, imagine a debate between Trump, Biden, and Vermin Supreme. That would be glorious. <laughs> yeah. there, there, is, there is a guy, another guy running, who no one's heard of. I just heard of him two weeks ago. I was just talking with Remzo about it yesterday. Mark Whitney. Who uh, he has a background in comedy. He's a convicted felon. Um, he's a very good communicator. I just interviewed him. Those are young. three great things to bring on a first date. Well, I'm funny. <laughs> I'm a felon, <laughs> and I communicate effectively. And I'm a libertarian. <laughs> yeah, That's which one's worse? Ninety <laughs> percent <laughs> of the time that works. Ten percent well, of the time. Oh. <laughs> I would literally rather have anybody as the libertarian nominee other than Lincoln Chafee. Yeah, 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 yeah. I agree. Oh. I want. Hornberger, if I can't get him, I think I want Vermin Supreme. Well, there, there's a bunch I wouldn't. I mean, like I wouldn't vote for though. I don't know. I, I don't want to go get too no, much into it. Seriously, though, speaking of Vermin Supreme, though, I've been like looking into him and listening to him and all this shit. He's not bad. It's just that his appearance is ridiculous and nobody will listen to him. That's the point. Yes. But yeah, I know. I, I know it's. I know it's the point. Obviously I know it's he's the, not trying to not look ridiculous. I I know it's. Dan, the point. I want to make a meme Dan, of you doing that. That's the Dan, point. Dan, the thing is, I think Jacob Hornberger could spread the message to a lot of normies. But if we can't get Jacob Hornberger, I think I'm Hornberger all, would be a great VP. 
If we can't get him, I'm on the Vermin Supreme. To Vermin Supreme? No, to uh, to Mark Whitney. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm on the Mark Whitney bandwagon. <laughs> I haven't even heard of. The, I didn't even know the name you said or who you're talking about. Tune in next week on Felony Friday. You learn all about him. John, how much? You how know, much you, you, you everybody was just talking. How much money would I want to run for president? Yeah, for the Libertarian nomination. What would it take for you to say, "Fuck it, I'll I'll do this in my free time for like six months." Dude, I'll do it for yeah. like all six, your free time. Six. I'll do it for like six hundred dollars. You, you would run for <laughs> for six hundred. I was gonna say a million dollars. I mean, I, I don't know, maybe hundred thousand uh, dollars. I, I, I want to see. I want to see a Lions of Liberty ticket one day. A- it can happen. I want to see a Lions of Liberty ticket. It could be some of you guys against each other, <laughs> like Howie versus. Would versus I, I would. I would Ron. do it like, this I year. Would love that. If we didn't have Jacob Hornberger, I'd do it this year. But we have a real chance of getting somebody no. who's, who's no, good no. on everything. He said, well, okay. it doesn't matter how here's good my, you are. Here's my problem with Hornberger. <laughs> I have two problems. One, never respond to my emails. Two, I literally wrote a book about the modern history of the libertarian movement. And I threw in a lot of random-ass people. And I'm not saying he hasn't contributed. I don't know much about him. I bet he's a phenomenal person. If I learned more, I'd really like him. I haven't had the time to. But seriously, I had not heard of this person until like two months ago. He maybe did respond. That, he didn't respond. Your emails. It did respond to your emails. That's weird because he like likes it and like responds yeah, to my he, tweets. He, he and he likes my <laughs> random tweets. I, I had a tweet out a few weeks ago during one of the debates where I was like, obviously none of these people have ever worked a retail job for minimum wage, and that was the one thing that Jacob Hornberger liked. And I'm like, you son of a bitch, why did you like that? <laughs> well, it's probably not him liking it. I'm it's sure. He a, a oh, yeah. I've never heard of this person. I think Adam Kokesh would probably do it. No, I don't want him. I don't want him. Will Adam uh, Kokesh ever stop running for president? That's the question. I don't want to get. Into, <laughs> I don't want to get into specifics, but he has done and said things that I don't like, and I don't want him to be the face of our party. And I'm not saying I agree. He's been he's I'm been kind saying, of a contentious like person among the libertarians. Oh yeah, but like here's the thing though: people have known about this guy since 2008. Veterans for Ron Paul. Adam don't Bush want him. Man. Don't want him. I, I'm not saying that. All I'm saying is, at least you knew about him. I didn't yeah, know yeah. about him until recently. Everybody knows about we Vermin know, We know about Hillary Clinton. Everyone too. knows about Vermin Supreme. Like, literally, <laughs> yeah. everybody knows about Vermin Supreme. Everyone has an opinion on Vermin Supreme. Love if, I, if I can't have Jacob Hornberger, I want Vermin Supreme. Okay. <laughs> I want Vermin Supreme because it's a, I mean, it, it's not going to matter anyway. I, I'm just so over the whole Here, thing. Just actually, actually, a simulation, actually, actually, I am like ag- becoming more and more attracted to Vermin Supreme. Dan, tell me why. Se- tell me why. Sexually? What? Perhaps. Perhaps. <laughs> tell me why I should prefer him to Hornberger. You might, be able to, you might be able to convince me right now. I need to look more into Hornberger. I don't know much about him. Um, I haven't been following too closely. I don't he usually wear a boot on his head. Tell you so, that much. So I'll tell I wait you what. the debates, but uh, I'll tell you what. is a vote for uh, fuck it all. Uh, obviously, we're not going to get anywhere with this uh, as it stands. Where politics is, what difference does it make? Let's just uh, let Vermin Supreme, you know, become our friendly dictator and uh, give us all ponies and burn it to the ground. What so let, so let me let me give you all the down low on uh, Hornberger. He is awesome. He's exactly what you'd want, except for there's one thing. There's one thing. He's a we huge all, racist. We all we, we <laughs> That's all why he's not responding to my emails. <laughs> <laughs> we all we all probably love uh, we all probably love Harry Brown, who is awesome too. They had a 
a thing 20 years ago about something happened 25 years ago where Hornberger accused him of trying to like jip him out of the nomination, some, some kind of thing, whatever. In the end, it turns out Hornberger was right, but he went way over the top when he got fucked over and it was like bad. There was a big like libertarian battle royale. I wasn't even alive when this shit happened. Yeah, so. I don't, yeah. Well, I was. When yes, was you this? were. 20, 25 years ago. Oh, yeah. I was just born. <laughs> yeah, was, exactly. It's exactly. It's like, so who cares? But people are, keep bringing this up. It's like, oh, you did all shit to hear Brown. Like, one of the things that people bring up as an example is like. I hope people don't go back and judge me for, uh, you know, my political views. 25 years ago Jesus, when I was seven yeah. years old. So I don't really care. Oh, damn, so what, one, th- one thing was like, Hey Brown's like, I did nothing wrong. Just ask the FEC. And so Jacob Horner's like, okay, let me ask the FEC for their opinion on this. And then every, all the parents are like, Oh, he went to the state to, to settle this. <laughs> it, it seems like it's kind of water under the bridge over the day. Well, yeah, especially since Harry Brown's yeah. dead. Well, Harry you know? Brown is dead. <laughs> oh, okay. Real, real quick story. I, I will shut up after this. When I was first starting the Remsor Republic in 2015, I didn't know that Harry Brown was dead. So I messaged his page asking him to come <laughs> on the show. So his wife me back and was like, Remsor, that's very sweet and kind of you. And I bet Harry would have loved to come on your show. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, how long ago did he die? The fact that they responded is amazing. Like 2008 or something like that. I'm such a huge fan. A I just didn't realize you've been dead could, for 10 years. Could you imagine if they could you imagine if they didn't respond and Rimzo just sees that Harry Brown looked at his message and, and didn't respond and then he gets on a podcast and starts bitching like Jacob Hornberg. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like, you know that Harry Brown guy is kind of an asshole. He's ghosting me for real. Maybe Hornberger's maybe Hornberger's dead. <laughs> I know he read my message. I saw it. <laughs> I was just a boy. Hey, you could probably have him on your uh, haunted republic or whatever it's called, Joe. Uh, just go we'll visit go, we'll, go, we'll, we'll, we'll go try and contact. Hey, Dan. Dan, you know about that show, right? What? You know about that show, right? Yeah. My show? Ghost that Remzo's show, yeah. Yeah. What is he going to be in the system of the down talking about this? He was on it like two years ago talking about it, but whatever. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> well, that was before he was big time, Dan. You got to bring him back on. It's true. It's true. <laughs> Maybe there was someone else I was trying to get to have him on. We, I, cast, we, I don't know. That was actually the first wait, time I had Remzo on the show was to talk about something that had nothing to do with Liberty. It, it, it was my first ghost documentary. Speaking of which, Witching Hour, season two, coming out this March to a public access station near you. That's all I got to say. So is that, is, that stuff, is that on YouTube also, or is that just on public yeah. access? Yeah. A, a, a week after it syndicates, it's on YouTube. Hey, you Ramzo, did you ever do a Bunny Man episode? So fu- funny story about that. Back when, so quick, quick I'll, I'll, I'll make it fast. Before the Witching Hour became a, a full tv show i had my independent series called haunted republic and it used to be just me doing stupid shit with my friends and it was it was on patreon at the time so i don't know if the video was public i, I gotta check that but i went to bunny man bridge because it's across the street from my house I yeah 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 i've been there and yeah I, i've been there and long story short the whole thing's bullshit it was made up by sci-fi channel 
uh, when they were doing um, Scariest Places on Earth with Linda Blair. The whole thing is made up. Uh, all the county records and stuff basically show that none of the legend has any fact to it at all. But the locals keep it up because it's a funny tourist trap. Yeah. And the police do too. You get arrested if you go there at like Maryland, oh, they, they, Howard. Caught, they caught me and my friends a few times in high school. We used to go there and just, you know, mess around and stuff. We used to catch other people there. I mean, it was, it was, it was just, so you, you think the whole story is bullshit? Absolutely. Absolutely. Because like I've, right. I've, I've actually done the research and stuff. None of it's real. It's not haunted. My, fr- my friend had a kind of scary story there, but whatever. Like, you going to tell you going to share the story or? What happened? Now, it was like, he, all right, he, he, he like was he, not deliver. He was young and he was there with this girl. They drove out there, whatever, see what it's all about. And they like got out of this, that, and they heard, it was like this scream. Like he's like something he, ex- like to him, it was like otherworldly, whatever. They got in the car, they started to like drive off. And no matter what they drove, he like, they were like speeding off and they ended up back there again and like sped off again and like ended up back there again. and. Yeah, so people talk about the screams. Like, you know, they, they say it's a child screaming. They say it's a person screaming. Yeah. I've heard the screaming because I've compared it to what other people have recorded and put on YouTube and stuff like that. They're foxes. Foxes? Foxes huh. screaming. Hmm. Interesting, because we have because foxes in our neighborhood, always, but I've yeah, never heard them screaming. Yeah, because it's always during around the fall. What season is that? That's mating season for foxes. What does the fox scream sound like? Can you... <laughs> What does the fox say? <laughs> it's, it's actually pretty, that's pretty that's weird. how I found out how the foxes scream. Like, <laughs> kind of like not the exact same, but it hey, almost sounds like a dying rabbit, like a like a bear call. Did you guys see Dan Bailed on this? Kind of like crazy, like yeah. Did Dan mean to? Did, yeah, he was, was that, very. Is that a low key bail or is he coming back? I don't know. I want to talk to him about crazy weird I don't know, shit. He was pretty. He was pretty upset every single time that we were talking about something other than the debate. Yeah. Well, I, I did want to ask one more question about, about the debate. So, actually, not really about the debate. Just a, a question to put everyone in a difficult situation. So, say gun to your head, you have to vote election day, November this year. Donald Trump, Bernie Sanders, Lincoln Chafee. You have to vote for one. Who do you vote for? Howie. Bernie Sanders. Ooh. Rocky? Uh, suicide is not an option. <laughs> nope. <laughs> um, I'd probably vote for Trump. Remza? Oh, Trump. I'm already voting Trump. Oh. Mega. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, I I would if he had actually ended a single war. None of them would. Yeah. None, I mean, I, I can't I, I can't vote Don't, for a, a communist well, in Bernie. Well, Ber- Bernie Sanders tried to put that bill through Congress to stop the genocide happening in Yemen. He knew it would never go through. And I can't he, vote for Lincoln he, he Chafee. Think he yeah, president, he destroying the Libertarian Party. Oh, I, would, I would have to vote for Trump, too. Dan, you're back just in time. Yeah. Yeah. So there he is. the question we just asked everyone, you have to vote for one election day, November this year, Donald Trump, oh, Bernie Sanders, Lincoln Chafee, <laughs> who you got? <sighs> I don't and know then, anything about Lincoln Chafee. And I'm, then I'm guess, then guess who we all voted for. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> 
Give me a little bit of background on Lincoln Chafee. I don't know much about him. He's a failed Republican, then turned like Democrat, failed, then supported Obamacare. Now, now he's like a libertarian, apparently anti-gun to a certain extent. Um, Oh no, no, yeah, oh yeah, anti-gun. He he was on Kennedy, and she asked him about AR-15s, and he wouldn't answer her question. He doesn't want people to have AR-15s. So he's a former Republican, now libertarian, anti-gun, former Republican, former Democrat. Former, former Republican kind of like and well. former Democrat and former Independent, now Libertarian. He's just floundering around trying future to find somebody green, that Future Green Party. Future Green Party. I'm going uh, to say Donald Trump and everybody cat. else said the same. You're wrong on the second part. Yeah. <laughs> Someone said Bernie Sanders. Guess who said Bernie Sanders? Remzo. <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> what the hell? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Ramsey, you got that commie look. I don't know. Something about you. If I had the, like I tried to do the mustache go th- goatee, if I had the Lennon, I would have said, okay, I get it. Yep. Remzo's walls are red. So, yeah, I don't know. Exactly. That's what gave it away. I'm wearing a red shirt. <laughs> Howie is Wait. the communist. It was me. I said it. I actually voted for Sanders before. Wow. In the primaries, because Rand Paul was out of the Republican primaries, and in Virginia, you can vote in either. And it was like anything to stop Hillary Clinton. (laughs) (laughs) That that didn't work, did it? Heard that before. Well, it, it it might have technically, but they the DNC screwed us all over. Oh, oh, please! You're in loud. You think the DNC is going to screw him again this go around? for Clinton. <laughs> do I do think, think the DNC is going to screw Bre- screw Bernie? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Working on it. Yes, I know they're already. I, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it appears that way for certain with the uh, booty judge is their guy really, now. What was really revealing was I was listening to I don't remember who it was, but somebody was doing. Uh, I think it was like a YouTube video. Somebody was talking about what was going on in Iowa, and um, I forget who it was. It was somebody running. Uh, was somebody over there in charge of it? And they they kind of made this strange admission. They said, uh, they go, they go, yeah, there was some hiccups and problems this year, but don't worry. I think next year everything is going to work smoothly. It's going to be in full swing. There's nothing to worry about. Iowa will return to being this staple of yada, yada, yada. And I thought that was kind of interesting that, that you know, because you, you obviously know Sanders isn't going to run again. You know, like you guys were saying, he's too old. So, I mean, the fact of the matter is that if you can screw him out of this go around, it, it it's you know, you see what I'm you see what I'm saying. And hey, in, in case people didn't know, right before the Iowa election happened, there's this poll that comes out that's considered like the gold standard. It didn't come out because the Booty Judge campaign complained about it. They, they said there's a problem with the font. Then we have the Iowa election, which everyone knows was a shit show, and they had this app where they're supposed to report their uh, the the results. And there was that coin flip. You guys see the coin flip? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll get to that. The app, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the app yeah. was made by this company called Shadow, which um, was yeah. the CEO is an ex-Clinton person. Uh, Booty Judge's campaign, not any other campaign, but just Booty Judge's campaign, had given them tens of thousands of dollars recently. And the, actually, the number one donor to this company was George Soros. And it didn't oh, work. Wow. It was all a big fucking shit show. And... It comes out like, oh, nothing works. You don't know any of the results. Booty Judge announces himself the I won. 
<laughs> I'm the winner. <laughs> but then when we go into what John was talking about, the coin tosses, mm-hmm. this one, there's this kid. Kid, he like flips it, catches his hand, kind of looks at it, moves it around. It's like, yeah, heads, booty judge wins. Like Bernie Sanders got way more votes, well, 6,000 more votes than the popular account, whatever. But booty judge got more delegates. But a lot of those delegates wins were um, from coin flips. And you'd think, oh, you do a coin flip when it's tied. Like each person gets the same amount. That's not true. It's like if there's some like variance of closeness, like whatever. It's like a hundred votes i don't know i don't know what it is but i was a coin flip anything in this like <laughs> are we that unable to count that we're like yeah hey, just i don't know we'll just draw even, names out of a hat they it's, demo- it, it's democracy dan you hey, wouldn't understand it's if, very if people complicated were, if people remember in 2016 when these delegates were being doled out by coin flip hillary clinton won six coin flips in a row where she did what are the odds of that <laughs> oh my god Anyways, history lesson done. John, I give the reins back to you. <laughs> I think I lost the reins long ago, but it's been a fantastic show. Um, my, my favorite quote of the night was uh, Bernie Sanders when he's talking about uh, assassinations and stuff. Uh, he says, assassinations will lead to international anarchy. And I post on Twitter, you son of a bitch, I'm in. Let's do it. <laughs> So why did you pick Trump and the gun to the head? You crazy son of a bitch promoted. He was was saying it as that was a bad thing. (laughs) So uh, let's just go around and do uh, quick plugs for whatever the hell you want to plug. Starting with uh, Dan. Plug away. Oh, hi. Uh, I would like to plug uh, Bernie Sanders for president in uh, 2016. now, uh, my show, TSIDpod.com, the system is down, talking about conspiracies and politics and religion, all the uncomfortable things. I am a libertarian, but we don't just focus on politics like all these other boring people do. We talk about uh, fun stuff like conspiracies and culture and whatnot. So, TSIDpod.com. And that's Apparently, all. you are considered a libertarian podcast. I was looking at... I don't know what website it was. Lines of Liberty was ranked number one on this website, though, so I think it's probably the most reputable website for ranking liber- libertarian podcasts. But you were on the list. TSID Pod was on the, yeah. the libertarian list. I got I don't, that a long time ago. I don't know who nominated me, but I thank them for having faith and John, through the John, anti-libertarians. Did, did I get us that one-star review? Um, I think it was me, actually. Um so yeah, for like, just give a quick background on that. So we're we've been posting this one star review that we got in our Lines of Liberty forum, which you can join by going to Facebook, punch Lines of Liberty forum in the search bar at the top, and join, and you can see what we're talking about. But some asshole gave us a one star review and also gave us a, a comment on our website about the show that Howie and I did that Howie and I did filling in for Brian when Brian had his baby. And of course, Brian that had the baby. The one so we're, show that they walk in on is like the one that's out of the norm. <laughs> Yeah. The, the, obviously, because I was on it, it's Christian conservative nonsense. No, I mean, so, so we've been advertising. Dan, that's what I'm known for, right? Christian right, conservative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we've, we've, been, we've been advertising to uh, to the Reason crowd, Reason Roundtable. A lot of great people coming on, watching the show, listening to the show, all that stuff. And uh, somebody came across it and just so happened, beginning of the show, we're talking about uh, Governor Northam down in Virginia, you know, wanting to make the baby comfortable. 
you know, make the baby comfortable. You won't you feel any have pain. You pro-life to see the problems with that. <laughs> so we were talking about that. Then I just happened to state my own personal opinion. God forbid I'm a libertarian who's, who's pro-life. Sorry, I am. And uh, I said, you know, my view changed on it with my daughter when I heard her heartbeat at eight weeks. I'm like, wow, eight weeks, heartbeat. I, I'm really not in favor of people getting abortions before eight weeks, but I can't control that. But personally, I wouldn't be in favor of people doing that. And, and, and I think, John, I think I agree that that would be wrong. I didn't think I said we need a government law. Or yeah, I did not. I did it. not say we should be arresting but people. But I'm or, like, <laughs> I, I, I definitely said at some point, this is just sick. It, I mean, that's true. That's not yeah, not yeah. libertarian. At some point, someone becomes a being with a life and a liberty to be protected. Uh-huh. Yeah, at some at some point it's a life, and libertarians. I don't should know. Be, I, I listened I don't know. it. I listened, and it sounded like you guys were advocating for government intervention. So, <laughs> I I know for a fact I never said that straight out. <laughs> it, it sounded like it. I'm just saying. You know, Rocky's, it, Rocky's it, 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 very it good at reading I'm between so, the lines, and uh, yeah. I'm just sorry about leaving my, the one star review, but I couldn't help it any longer. <laughs> Do libertarians want government intervention in protecting one's All liberty? Right. I'll, I'll admit it. I, I, left the, I left the one-star review so Brian would never asked me to host a show again. Oh, shit. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I, I will say that. that the show that Howie hosted that got the one-star review, it got fantastic numbers. And Brian even said he was disappointed how good the numbers were. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's uh, – Dan <clears throat> went. Remzo, you want to plug anything? <laughs> um, that, I'm sorry. I'm just laughing at that whole thing. <laughs> Hi, I'm going to give you guys another one-star review. Hi, I'm Remso. I like Trump. I'm pro-life. Follow everything we're doing over at the Washington Times at WashingtonTimes.com. Check out my podcast, The Remso Martinez Experience, in season two of my show, The Witching Hour. Coming to a public access station. Check it out on YouTube this March. All right. And Remzo, you've written two books, right? Want to plug those? Yeah, absolutely. Check out my book. <laughs> I thought you said Remzo, you read two books. I right? heard the same thing. I read three, actually. Um, Let everybody yeah, know how much you've been reading lately. And, and two of them were his own books. He's actually <laughs> never read a book. He just wrote two. Somebody, somebody wrote a review saying it, it looked like I never learned how to write in English, which is fine. Yeah, check out both my books on Amazon and barnesandnoble.com. Stay away from the libertarians. A comedic history. <laughs> The movement and my newest book has succeed in politics and other forms of devil worship all right rocky you got anything you want to plug yeah i run uh the noisemaker podcast which doesn't have anything to do with politics it's basically taking uh independent underground and unsigned bands and giving them an interview style platform to showcase their music i do run a page called the practical libertarian uh where i basically just repost memes and rant and rave occasionally and then uh, if you guys are interested, I have a, uh, another Facebook page for a book I'm writing called From the Mind of an Addict, which recounts my uh, over-decade-long struggle with drug addiction and uh, my in-and-out-of-prison and my uh, recovery thereafter. All right. And uh, Howie, do you have anything you want, you want to yeah, plug Lines of Liberty? Everybody go to... Uh, <laughs> Snowden, the Christian conservative.com <laughs> <laughs> for all your uh, theological needs. 
I was trying to get us a, an affiliate code to uh, plug Dave Smith's Christian Conservative course, but uh, he hasn't <laughs> he hasn't put those out yet. Oh yeah, find me on Twitter. Follow the Lions Liberty, obviously. If you're listening to this, you already do that. So cool. Go listen to Brian's last episode. You know, bump those numbers up. <laughs> It's okay, Howie. I was on this episode, so no one will call you the most statist person on the panel. <laughs> oh, all contraire. I said I would vote for Sanders. And right. I'm the only one. Everybody else is like, Trump, 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 Trump. My bad. My bad. <laughs> yeah, we, well, the only no. reason, hey, hey there, the only reason I would have been with you if he stopped one single war. Sanders is good on war. He's bad at everything else. But if we How get. How many wars has he stopped? If we get a Republican, <laughs> con- if, if we had a Sanders presidency with a Republican Congress and Senate, I would sleep easy. I wouldn't sleep at all. <laughs> would, would he'd probably die, and his wife would probably be like the pretend president, like when wrote, like when Wilson went into. Oh, he would never even be president. <laughs> Hillary Clinton will kill him so with the the heart attack guy. Hey, that first my, heart attack was not natural. Here's my compliment about Bernie Sanders. He's like the only politician who is not friends with Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> that we know of. That we know of. So far. That's so far. a that's Damn, a good thing. All right, guys. Well, it's it's oh, been yeah. a fun show, and uh, we don't have an official way to wrap these uh, Democratic drunken debates up. So, just your ten, your ten in for the year. Your ten in. You would think you would have a way to wrap them up by now. How many do you need? <laughs> I, I don't. I don't like those like canned ends. Yeah, we'll just fade it out as we talk, like uh, Ben Panji. <laughs> wee, 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 wee. All right, we're done. <laughs> All right, guys. It was yeah. fun. It was. See you around.